And welcome back to the show, guys. Today, we got two special guests, dude. We have a longtime friend of mine, Kaylani. What up? He is a fighter. He fights for... Are you still in LFA? He fights for LFA. He's also a coach at um, HB Ultimate Training Center. My Hawaiian homie over here. <laughs> Ohala. <laughs> and we got... Um, Fuck, something with the D. Sorry. Dimitri. Dimitri. <laughs> I was going to say Derek, dude. And we got Dimitri. He's also at HB Ultimate. He is going to be fucking Kehlani's fucking heir. Oh, yeah. His prodigy. He's fucking, from what I heard, he's a little fucking stallion, you know? Yep. So keep your eye out for this fucking rising prospect and keep an eye out for this guy who fo- hopefully will be in UFC soon. Oh. Don't forget us, little guys. No, never, never, never. Yeah, so uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for coming. Thank for you. Having us. Yeah, dude. Kehlani, bro. What's up with you, dude? Chilling, bro. You know. What's what's uh, new in the life of Kalani? Mm, more training, I guess. More coaching. I think uh, um, this past year has been more me focusing on like Mitri and other fighters. Um, not so much for myself right now, but there are things in the works. In the works. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited, bro. I saw your last LFA fight. I know it didn't go your way, dude. But honestly, I mean, you know, it wasn't bad, dude. You know. Yeah. I mean. Well, the build-up to that fight is what most, I don't think, people understand. It's It was a tough one. Yeah. Um, I don't mind diving into that, too, if you want to. Yeah, let's start with that, man. So how did your last fight go, man? Yeah, so um, it's on the internet. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. You know, I got dropped in the third round, and the fight was over. And uh, that was my first loss. But, uh, you know, if I can just touch on why that happened. I'm not making an excuse. Like, I'm never going to take anything away from my opponent, T., um, so much respect for the guy. You know, he worked hard for it and he got the win. So just, I'm going to lead it off with that. But, uh, you know, um, I don't know what are your thoughts are on, on weight cuts. Well, my thoughts on weight cuts, I yeah. feel like everyone has a frame, you know, and we shouldn't go past a certain amount of weight past your frame. You yeah. Same. I just don't like it, bro. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. So how that fight got even brought up was, um, I wasn't supposed to fight to like, because that fight was in, in, in March, if I'm not mistaken. And I was supposed to fight in July. So that fight wasn't even on, on the radar. Yeah. And most people out of camp, I mean, we try to stay relatively in shape, but we're not, like, grinding. You know what I mean? We're not trying to we – don't, we don't start our cut to, like, the very last two weeks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that, that – I got the call um, from LFA. And originally it was supposed to be just a bout – um, on the main card and then like a day later they moved it to the main event yeah so if anything that was probably the main reason why i said yes right away mm-hmm. but um you know prior to that like i said i wasn't it wasn't even, i wasn't even thinking about the fight i weighed 248 pounds at the time and you know talking about like broad shoulders and stuff you know when you're kind of built thicker. You're a big guy, bro. You're Hawaiian, right? Yeah. I know you're from Hawaii. So yeah. You're not small people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it takes so long to start getting the weight off. And usually at the heavyweight division, from what I've learned, like you, you gradually cut weight way before your fight. Yeah. So it was, for me, five weeks, they said, um, main event spot, televised. It's an opportunity. You want it? I said, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, this is my time. I feel like I can do it. I feel like this is going to define me and then. Hopefully get into the UFC after that. So said, yeah, signed the contract five weeks out. Instantly, the next day started the weight cut. And so that was five weeks out, right? Five weeks out. Okay. So the fight was at 205. 
and five weeks out, I'm 248 pounds. Damn. Yeah. Oh, and hard. and again, there's no. I wasn't even trying to cut weight. Not yeah, I was gonna, that was gonna be my next question. Was like, how hard were you trying to cut the weight? Not at all. And then when he was like, how big this could be for you, my uh, manager, I was like, yeah, you're right. I'm just gonna take it and I'll do it. And so, <sighs> weight cuts, man. It's like, like you said, some people have it easier than others. And for me, I naturally cannot lose weight like that. Yeah, well, like, I feel like the thicker your bone density is, is going to determine on how well you can cut that weight, bro. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but just from what I've seen from others yeah. and myself, you know? Um, yeah, that's tough, dude. I mean, I always try to tell fighters, bro, whatever you're going to fight in, don't don't try not to go past, like, 20 pounds in terms right. of your walking weight, you know? Because we have fighters, the same thing. My homie Danny, he he's at one... 70 and he fights at like 130 Jeez. and we're trying to get him a fight but then it's just like my coach didn't because i mean you know this guy doesn't like to tell people you can tell he got thick but you can't tell till you get tell him good on a scale let's see right so my coach was trying to set him up a fight and then realize he's at 170 it's like a problem right now yeah so and then like i said some people have health complications too that right. makes it harder right but like i said just try not to get over 20 pounds whatever yeah. your fighting weight is this is a good standard you know yeah your life will be easier <laughs> right and, and i like that because um i agree like like excessive weight cutting is so bad for your health like it's been proven like there's people kidneys, who have man. kidney failure yeah exactly like people pass out and it's become even worse you know health risk and then you keep doing it over and over again in your career it's like you're deteriorating yourself yeah especially for those guys that start off like you bro young as fuck bro you're just doing that for till you get to his age it's my coach actually he had a surgery recently because of when he was younger from weight cutting so much yeah. you know it just becomes a problem bro so you should probably Absorb that. Yeah, 100%. Him, Glad I'm a heavy heavyweight. Don't got to go to 205. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, is there anything past the heavy, heavyweight or no? I'm just chilling at 250, so yeah. I could get a light heavyweight if I cut some fat, but I'm chilling. I can't chilling. believe we're 250. That's crazy, dude. What are they feeding 18 this kid? years old. I got to eat what you're eating, dog. <laughs> uh, bro, he eats clean. Yeah? I mean, like, actually, yeah. Dang. Once you get a little, like, fucking more muscular, bro, it's going to be sad. Yeah. We Once he start building it. Yeah. Yeah. I never listed until this last, like, four months. Yeah. And you got the genetics, bro. <laughs> Blessed. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. So, continuing on that, I'll, I'll try to keep it short. Um, no, keep it however you want, bro. You want. I, uh, I started the weight cut, and this is, this is just a rough outline of how my weight cut was, was programmed. Somebody did it for me, and I did it. I listened. You know, I really wanted this fight, so I did everything this guy said. Um, this is going to sound crazy. I, uh. I was only allowed to drink like one of these water bottles a day. Whoa. One? One. A day? A day. It's 500. I think what, those are 500 mLs? Yeah. One. So I'll drink like eight ounces in the morning and then eight ounces before I go to bed. Um, I could have one meal. That was the evening. That was like a pound of meat or salad. Yeah. And then when I, when I cut weight and I, when I was on and I, and I was making my progress, you know, once in a while I got pasta. So I did that for the five weeks and I actually got down, I would say the day before the, for the fight from 248 pounds, I got down to two, two fifteen. the day before. Yeah. And so the fight was in Oklahoma, it was in Shawnee, Oklahoma. And so, you know, when you fly, you know, your body kind of retains a lot of water. So I left California. I didn't know that dude, actually. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It's so weird, like the atmospheric pressure and all that. I don't know how the science behind it, but I left here at 2.15 on the dot, and then I got to Oklahoma, and I didn't drink water. I was still on that diet where I just drink one. Five hundred mLs. And uh, Rough. Oh, yeah, I was 2.19. I was like, what? Holy shit. You know what I mean? So 
got there, still didn't eat, you know, just staying, staying disciplined. And then the hardest weight cut, the hardest part of the weight cut was that morning of weigh-ins. So water we went weight. to, yeah. And whatever water you had left. Whatever from. water I had. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is the crazy part. So we went to um, some random ass gym and I guess it had a sauna, um, steam room and all that. And, uh, bro, it was nuts. I was sitting in a sauna where all I remember was just four of us. It was my teammate, my, um, my stand-in coach at the time because my coach was, uh, traveling. And, uh, I just remember just sitting there, talking to everybody, looking around and like in a blink of an eye, I just came to, and I'm like looking at the tile floor. It's in like a bathroom area. So I'm on the ground and I'm like wondering what the fuck just happened to me. And I asked one of my boys, like, bro, you passed out. You fell forward, almost cracked your head. But I'm heavy, you know what I mean? So I, I fell. I got caught. Like, he caught me. But I still kind of, my body weight pushed the door open. And that's how I ended up on the ground. Yeah. And they said that I fucking started screaming. Random. Yeah. Like, screaming. And I was like, what the fuck? Wait, did you black out or? Yeah, I blacked out. Dang, that's. And. Fucking, and then you went and fought right after? Yeah. So, so what so happened crazy, was, like, I called my coach and, and. Uh, my my teammate called my coach and he goes, "Hey, uh, he just passed out." And then my coach was like, "Don't you say shit? Nah, don't you say shit? You go there, fucking weigh in, shake his hand, act like you made weight." And I was like, "All right," because if you show any sign of you can't, you're gonna call the fight. And, I, and obviously, I'm like, "Fuck that!" So weighed in. That's why when you look at the pictures, I don't know if LFA, the LFA website still has it, but I look like just out of it. Yeah, I, I just passed out. You know what I mean. I look for him and I post him. If I see him, yeah. Yeah, I look just drained. Look like my hands aren't even up. Like yeah. I'm just staring to space. I was so gone. And as soon as uh, as soon as I was done with the weigh-ins, I just ate everything, uh-huh. chugged everything, and then I just felt like myself. How did you feel once when you once you were fighting? Did you feel like your how's your cardio? Because I know cardio is the first thing to go when you cut that much weight like that. Bro, I felt weak. Yeah. Like the whole fight, like in the beginning, um, it was weird. It was a weird time. It was like right after COVID when there's no crowds yet. So you can hear like the commentators speak. You can hear like people talking and making all this noise. And I love that, by the way. Oh, really? I love it, dude. When it, oh, it's, it's. I like it when it's quiet, dude, because you can hear people clearly, you know, when yeah. you, I don't, I don't like the crowds, dude, personally, for my, for me, you know, yeah. I should just, I just get nervous, you know, every time when I would fight, bro, I would be in the bathroom, like taking a piss, just trying to find something to do. And nervous I just, pisses, huh? I, yeah. And I would just be like, I could just leave, bro. I could just could. walk out of the stadium. You could. And no one would no, yeah. you, know, you ever get that thought or no? Nah, I mean, <laughs> honestly, maybe early in my career, yeah. Like, definite times where I'm like, fuck, why did I even come here today? Every time for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, so coach is going to be mad at me. What's, nah. the, what's the first that could happen? <laughs> but, but, you know, speaking on that, that's crazy. That 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 is something to talk about, for sure. Yeah. Like, if anybody's never fought before, they don't understand it. Yeah. Like, because our people, our friends, you know, all they want to do is just cheer us on. You know, they want to show us love, but they don't know what's going on in our heads. Scary. Fight week is crazy. Fight day is crazier. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I mean. It's like. It's not fun, bro. No. None of it is fun, bro. And then it's funny because the fight lasts like, like, you know, like whether you do three or five minute rounds, yeah. dude, it's just, I mean, three or five rounds, it's like a snap of a finger, bro. Yeah. I feel like it's autopilot and then someone's hands getting raised and you're just like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like all of these feelings and then it's just there, you know? Yeah. And that's crazy because, um. He had his first fight exactly um, 
same age as me. Uh-huh. 17 years later, it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And I was telling him. Parallels you know, right there. Yeah. That was crazy to me because walking out with him on his first fight, you know what I mean? Like I felt like it just took me back. Yeah. Like super nostalgic, but. Definitely. How was, your, how was your first fight? Did you feel nervous or what did you feel? Uh, I felt like too calm. Yeah. I was like, I was trying to get myself psyched up. I felt a little bit dead, but That's I didn't good, perform dude. how I wanted to, but. Some yeah. people, some people are like that, dude. I have friends that they don't get nervous at all, bro. And then I have yeah. friends that, I mean, it doesn't matter the skill level. It's just like a personality thing, maybe. Yeah. I don't know what it is, dude. Yeah. Some people, like, I know some fighters that like have belts and they get fucking scared every time. Still, you know, <laughs> yeah. They tell me it never I live for fighting. I'd spar every day if I could, but yeah. Like we were saying earlier about the crowd thing, like. I need people to watch me spar. Yeah. If there's nobody watching, I can't perform. Yeah, some people feed on that shit, dude. There's yeah. definitely people that feed on that. Me, yeah. I, I'd, if I could, I would fight with just my team and another people's team. And then I said, that'd be perfect, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? That'd I be need perfect, 20, bro. 20,000 people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, that's good, though, bro. You, you know? Because your first fight, and you had how many people showed up already? I had uh, eight a people gang. drive 150 miles yeah. to watch me. Gang, yeah. 150 miles? Where'd oh, you fight at? Uh, San Diego. Like El Cajon, San Diego. Where did they drive from? Huntington. Oh, okay. That's 150 miles? It's pretty it's far. Like I don't know. I didn't realize it was that far. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, I didn't realize that. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is sick. Yeah. Damn, that's cool, man. But, um, you know, that, that, that fight in LFA, like I said, it was just right after COVID and no crowd. So, you know, the weight cut just was the worst. And then, you know, the pressure of going on to a mean... Uh, main event televised card with potentially, you know, UFC yeah. possibility. I, yeah. And then, you know, being in there, I felt super weak, bro. Like I never felt that like that before. I've never had um, like a, a weight cut like that. And I've also never passed out before. So going to the fight, you know, I try to try to keep my game face. And all I could hear was like the commentators. I forgot who it was. I'm not, I don't, uh, Alan Jobin. Yeah, Alan Jobin. Yeah, Alan Jobin. And he was like, Kalani needs to move in. Like, he's about six inches too short. Yeah. And I really don't have a problem. Like, I, I'm a counterfighter by heart. So, like, finding range is right away. And I couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't, like, pull the trigger. I couldn't, like, I didn't feel confident engaging. And, like, even when I threw that first leg kick, I heard him right away. I, I usually follow up and I couldn't. Yeah. And I think I was just, you know, going back to what you said, I was so worried about my cardio. Yeah, I saw that fight and like I hadn't seen you fight. Like I just seen stuff you posted, like yeah. Muay Thai stuff, and I did notice. I was like, he's he's a little slower, you know. Yeah, I wasn't. Sh- I didn't know about the weight cut thing because yeah. I wasn't really. I think I had already moved out at that time. Right. I wasn't talking to you, or you had moved out. But um, I was like, uh, I was thinking maybe he's just being more cautious because yeah. it's, it's MMA, you know. There's more stuff. Right. But then now that when you told me that you cut forty pounds, I was like, damn, this fool is just trying to you know keep it together. Yeah, bro. absolutely. Honestly, you know. Yeah, and like punches that he was throwing, like normally don't hurt me. Yeah. And I, like I, bro, I, my early career I could eat head kicks. Not yeah. saying I'm proud of that. I'm just saying that's I had a I have a had a chin, chin. Yeah. But in that fight, like even his jab was like fucking felt heavy. Yeah. That was weird. It was a weird one. But um, yeah, you know. And then second round, I think I started coming out. You know, and then my body was feeling good, and I started getting in range and I started landing some good stuff. And then third round, it just hit me all over again. Boom! My body just kind of went like just um, heavy. And I was like, shit, you know, I felt so weird in there. And then, yeah, caught me with that, that, I think it was a switch right hand, left hook. And then I was just a second too short, too um, too slow behind to block, and I got caught. But it wasn't even a hard punch. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like weight cutting is dangerous, bro. You don't know how to do it. And then when you fight and your body is, like, still recovering from the weight cut, 
not good. Yeah, well, I think uh, someone had said something about how your brain like shrinks when you're super dehydrated. Yeah. And the way you get knocked out a lot of the times is just from the rattling of the brain. So yeah. when there's less, when there's more space between your skull and your brain, it's more likely for you to get knocked out and stuff right. like that. So because you're, like I said, you're just taking out all the fucking water from your body, right. just you know, shrinking that brain. Um, that's, I mean, you know, that's why I'd say, dude, I like what one SC is doing with the hydrogen test. I know I there's that. ways to to beat it, but it's like there's no other better way. I think for Fresh. right now, it's the best way, you know. Right. So. Um, I think it should. I wish it could be adopted more. You know, right. I understand. If UFC were to do it, I think other fucking leagues would have to follow. You know, right. but I don't know, man. Water fighters miss weight because of it, but it's safer. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like we're uh, the real fans will understand, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the people that complain, they're just casuals, bro. They probably yeah. don't even fucking buy pay per views, bro. Nah. You know what I mean? So fuck what they say, dude. You know? Yeah. Um, it's an unfortunate part of fighting, bro. And it's probably going to be here for a while. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you can change that, bro. Be the voice, bro. Tell your people, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? That could be, a, you'd be the difference, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Start normalizing that shit. Yeah. Especially like the youth, bro. Like, like, like the generation of fighting and fighters are changing. Yeah. And it's all going to be on you guys' hands. All the fighters these days are more athletes than fighters. 100%. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're definitely more athletic. I think, I feel like they're definitely more, more intelligent with the way they train now too. Right. I think YouTube has done a great job at 100%. like, like explaining stuff more to the younger people, you know, hearing voices from people you might not never, never meet, you know, like before, you know, like one of my, one person that I really look up to for Muay Thai, like Kevin Ross, John Oh, Lepar, for sure. Know? I can like go watch them talk about weight cutting mm. and stuff like that versus before all you would have were interviews about them fighting or whatever fight they're about to do, you know? Yeah. So I, I think that's a, a positive change in the, in that field, you know, in that world. So, um, what are your thoughts on, uh, the USADA thing? Ah, uh, dude. So it's pretty interesting. So, um, I don't know, man, honestly, I felt like USADA kind of overstepped a lot of their, uh, they overstepped a lot of their authority, you know, from what I heard. I heard that they were coming to fighters' houses at, like, 5 in the morning, yeah. like, the week of the fight, which is fucked up because it's like, man, this fool is, like, what you were going through. You're cutting all this weight. You're training all this. It's like, bro, let this fool fucking rest, dude. Yeah. What's the difference if you catch him at 5 in the morning on a piss test or at, like, 10 in the morning? I That's what I'm saying. What is, is going to change? That's what, what I'm saying. Like, it was really going to change, realistically. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? So, I, I think, I, it's not that I'm a... I do. I kind of am against like testing the fighters, honestly, because I feel like fuck, you put them on the PEDs, bro. Yeah, Why not, yeah. dude? Bro, you're breaking your body down. I'm okay with you taking the steroids, fucking as long as everyone's doing it. Right. But aside from that, if we're gonna have a, a fucking like a some type of governing body for PEDs, I, I don't like Usada doing what they're doing, bro. I think they're gonna start using the same people that do the NFL and basketball. Water, right? That's who they got. No, not Wada. Wada is they're the uh, global version of Usada. Yeah, so that's the world anti-doping agency they're yeah. using who's fucking from the nbf I forget who it was but i know oh, the dude who's running it was a cia informant yeah was he yeah he yeah. worked on like the osama bin laden tracking down well that's interesting how yeah. is that even i don't know but he runs it they are with the nba and the nfl though wow that's super i'm actually fascinated by that i'm gonna yeah. look into that you gotta look that up I, I uh saw okay you saw the fuck i remember reading this it's the same people that does the nba and the uh, nfl I can't remember, dude. But it's interesting because I'm hearing that supposedly he chose to replace Usada because they didn't want to put Connor back into the testing pool. <laughs> Craziness, huh? Because <laughs> of that, dude. It sounds true. That sounds yeah, like a Dana That move. sounds legit, yeah. I'm okay, dude. Fuck it, dude. <laughs> I mean, fuck. Put him back in, Connor. coach. Yeah. I don't. But yeah, I'm on board with that. Like, drug free sport international. That's oh, yeah. Con- yeah. Better than them. But yeah, dude, I'm on board with that. If uh, everybody's on it, why not? I the think, best man win. 
I think they should leave it up to the fighters to decide if they want to do PEDs and if they want to fight someone that does fucking steroids, you know? And if they both agree to it, then put a contract together like, all right, for this fight, we're okay with the steroids. If they don't want to, then be like, all right, you can't do steroids because this guy doesn't want to do steroids, you know what I mean? What Cormier tried to do against John Jones when he tested, he was like, I'll sign a thing saying that I'll fight on steroids. He did? And they didn't let him? Yeah, I think you should leave it up to the fighters because it's like, bro, if you're if you're training like at that level, you're getting fucked up, bro. And steroids, what they really are for is for recovery. So if you want to see your athletes be healthy and continue their fucking career, you know, they're probably gonna have to do steroids every now and again, you know. But so it begs the question: um, How good are they without, without steroids? steroids? <sighs> I would say the skills probably not gonna change much, but I think the it's just their health is what changes, right? Maybe strength a little bit. I don't, I'm not um, too familiar with steroids. I've never done them. So my impression is that they don't really give you like a skill advantage. I think it just gives you a recovery advantage and like maybe a strength, maybe yeah. speed advantage, you know? Um, so those are two things to consider. But from the most part, from the people that I've talked to, it's like they say it just helps with recovery. So yeah. Whenever they get injured, you do steroids, it helps you heal. It prevents injuries and stuff like that. I'm cool with it, man. Bring back the Uberim. Yeah. You know what I mean? That dude, fucking 185 pounds to 265. All muscle. And now he's like all skin and bones. Yeah. Bro. That's insane. Oh, thinking about GSP. Yeah. He could come back if you give him some steroids, bro. Absolutely. You know, he's probably fucked up. He's probably got some injuries. He's old. Give him some steroids. Let's yeah. see what he can Let's do, talk about John Jones' performances decrease after Usada came in. Like with Dominic Reyes and everybody. He was yeah. much closer fights than like the Cormier fights when he was hot. Yeah. But also, you got to look at, like, Vitor Belfort. Huh. Yeah. Highlight reel later in his career, bro. Spinning hook kick against Luke. <laughs> I like it, bro. Yeah. You don't like it? I like it. No, I like that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I they say, need to give the power slappers steroids. All right, I don't so know why they're testing for that. that yeah. That's weird. Definitely on that, they should give the power slappers. Maybe make uh, two organizations, like <laughs> one clean and then one not Yeah, so but then how do you find who's the best then? Well, that's why you'll be the best in this organization. And then, like, it's like we have UFC that's clean, and then maybe start another organization where they don't test, market it as much as they can, you know, to make it, to grow it. Maybe okay. buy out another organization. I know fucking Japan's big on the steroids, right? I don't know if they still are, but I know they used to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I don't know how their testing policies are out there, but you definitely look at some of their fighters and you're like, how are you here? Bro, you belong in a bodybuilding contest. Or Bro, the motherfuckers, the motherfuckers are like Japanese and they're like, Big as fuck, and I'm just like, that's not natural. Yeah, 100%. The Japanese people are not that big. I mean, they're 100%. like my size, you know what I mean? What's yeah. that fucking, what's that one fool? He's in um one FC. He's this Japanese jiu-jitsu guy, and he's super swole, sexy Yama. Yeah, sexy Yama, he's fire. <laughs> that fool's got him. No, he's absolutely bro. on it. <laughs> dude, he's like. Absolutely. He's like 42, bro. He's got. And he looked good as fuck. <laughs> and dude, his back muscles, everything's just yeah. fine. He looks like a Shredded. fucking Greek god, bro. Yeah. I'm like, he's definitely on steroids, bro. <laughs> sexy Yama, 100%. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, you know, fuck it, dude. Why not, you know? Yeah. That's that's me, though. But obviously, it's, it's got to be up to the fighters because it's their career on the line, you know? So, yeah. I actually uh, fought against a guy in my, in, the, in my amateur career. Um, he was on juice. Yeah. And it's a noticeable difference, bro. Yeah. It's, yeah, the difference, like, from fighting. Because I, I used to fight every weekend, I think, for about two years. Almost every weekend. Um, and I remember fighting twice in one weekend. The first was on a Saturday. And I fought. I don't know who I fought. One, whatever. And then the next day, and we're all the same weight class. And then I fought this dude, and he just looked way too big, bro. I was like, how are we in the same weight division? Fucking... His speed was there. His power was there. So 
I don't know, like you said, it may be for recovery, but from my experience, fighting a guy on juice and not. You noticed it? Okay. Yeah, I noticed it. I, I felt it. it. And it was different. It was like, wow, this motherfuckers really are doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe make two leagues, like I said, you know? How, how do you, but how do you like, I always wonder, like, how do you consider yourself the best if you don't fight everybody? Clean? Oh, everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like who, if, okay, so. The best champion in one F- in one FC versus the PFL versus the UFC, like you put the best of the best. Like how how can you really say, oh, I'm, I'm number yeah. one? Why? Because you're in the UFC. Yeah, I think there are better fucking Bellator fighters than some of the UFC fighters. Oh, that's definitely Johnny true. Eblum. Yeah. So how do you say you're the best? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I do wish they did some type of cross promotion. I know uh, Bellator was a Bellator that yeah, they just Ryzen, did. Yeah. yeah, the Ryzen. That was tight, dude. Yeah. I like that they did that. Yeah, I, I feel like it's unfortunate that in America, it's like all they give a fuck about is UFC. You know, hundred percent. And UFC did a great job with marketing. Nothing right. wrong with that. Right. But I just think as consumers, we need to be more educated yes. about in the fight world. It's just fighting such a niche thing, dude. It's not like football or yeah. baseball and shit. It's yeah. like you know, it's a small community. You know. Right. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, I think it's going to happen, bro, because it, I mean, the UFC is getting bland right now. No offense to these fighters out there. I love the UFC, but it's like, I was honestly low key kind of happy Strickland got the belt just because I wanted some change. You know what I mean? Like, I love Adesanya. He's one of my favorite fighters. He's dope, bro. I love his style. But I'm like, man, this fool's had the belt for how long? How many fights? Like, we need, it's getting boring. It's like, you know what I mean? And so. Same with Usman. Yeah, same thing with Usman, bro. And, you know, and I, and I, low key, I'm kind of glad that Strickland won because he's from. Down here from Southern yeah, California. Corona, huh? Corona. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, see, baby, <laughs> bring it home for sure." But yeah, I just think eventually Dana's gonna probably have to consider like doing some type of cross promotion or something, you know? Yeah. Kind of like boxing, you know? Boxing's big on that. Yeah. Chaudhry said he would do it at the USC, but I don't think Dana would want to as no. a male. Yeah, Dana's been—he's hard to work with. It seems like, dude. He wants all the money himself. Yeah, he just—I uh, mean, he's been so. He's been on top for so long, dude. He just thinks he's the big guy. He is a big guy. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, like with Ngannou, look at that was he fumbled that hundred percent. You know, and so hopefully that opens his eyes to like the future. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that Ngannou got that deal. You know, bro, he won that fight. Oh no, I was about to say, dude, what kind of bullshit he won that fucking fight, I'm not bro. saying that as an MMA fan, you know. Yeah, but it's like, bro, he got that knockdown. Yeah, which was the biggest thing that happened out of that whole fight. That alone should have already. What did Tyson do? Land two overhands. Tyson, I don't remember. Did he? he, he yeah, he yeah, 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 yeah. Two right overhands, I think. Yeah. yeah, over the top, which were kind of, I think, behind the head too. Which yeah. I guess yeah. it's an accident. It happens. But he still. elbowed him. He did elbow him. Yeah. Saw that one. But that knockdown, bro. That's that changes everything right there. Dude, people were trying to say that it was staged. Nah, did you have you seen that, that on too. the forums, bro? Oh, yeah, bro. People are gonna say everything. Dude, look at his eyes, bro. Because I went back and they said that because I do kind of feel like a lot of these celebrity boxing matches are fake, bro. No, yeah, I thought yeah. all the first Jake Paul fights were completely for fake. sure, for sure. And I, I give it to Jake Paul. His last that that fight with uh with Tommy Fury, yeah, that yeah. fight with fucking um Diaz. I think that was a real fight. I yeah. think the Fury fight was real. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So going back to that Tyson Fury fight, I I rewatched when he got knocked out, and bro, it looks like it was real. His eyes were no, like wide. And then, yeah. like, after the fight, after that, you could tell there was a change in his demeanor. Like, he was more cautious now, you know, taking yeah. it more seriously. I don't know, dude. Um, Did you guys see the post uh, Ngannou put after um, he knocked him down? What did he post? apparently... Uh, uh, he was saying something about like he's a, school. Yeah, he, uh, like, he said that... I'm a bad teacher. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's on his Instagram, um, Ngannou's, and he said that... Uh, right before when they touched gloves, yeah. he came out to me, he's like, I'm going to take you to school. And he, Ngannou's like... You motherfucker. And then he dropped him and he's like, did you see when he's like, oh, dancing? he danced? Yeah, yeah, when he was yeah, dancing in front of him. He's like, you're a bad teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Ngannou, bro. He's got a, he's, he seems like a cool guy, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's, he seemed, I mean, 
from his how he grew up, it's mm. like you could tell that's he's a real dude, bro. Yeah. Like, humble, you know. Hundred percent. And he, like I said, that deal he got, he's still signed to the PFL for a couple mil. Yeah. You got like what, like uh, I think ten mil for the fight with Tyson Fury, yeah. right, or something like that. Yeah, was winning, bro. Bro, it's crazy because like, um, part of his his stipulations going to the PFL was. Anybody he fights needs to get paid too. Mm-hmm. Really? A million dollars. Yeah. I was oh, say. really? Damn! What a, what a solid dude. Yeah. He's yeah. trying to get everybody on. Yeah. Yeah, and he was fighting for healthcare for everyone, not just yeah. him, dude. Yeah. Which I think is like I don't understand why the UFC won't. Yeah, no, that's the weirdest thing. Like you literally are physically getting fucked up. Yeah, I don't like that, dude. Yeah, and it, that should be like part of your contract, bro. Any other job, if you get hurt at work, it's they're gonna make sure you're taken care of until either it's healed or until yeah. forever, bro. Yeah. Until whatever you need, you know. what I mean, I think the UFC could afford that. One hundred percent. And it's fucked up that they, it's like not even on the table for anyone. Yeah. The LFA, they did a good job for me because, well, again, I'm not trying to make excuses, but definitely like I injured my, um, my leg. I think it was because I threw a, I threw a kick wrong and I just felt something pop. Yeah. Um, so like my leg wasn't compromised. It just felt off. And then when I, when, um, what happens is uh, maybe you, you've experienced it too. Um, you go see medical right away. Yeah. And then. I went and seen the doc and I was like, I can't move my leg. He was like, what do you mean? Can't move your leg? I'm like, it's stiffened up. He goes, you got injured? I was like, I have no idea. So yeah, the, the dudes from LFA sent me a um, medical request form. They were willing to take care of everything for me. Yeah. I was like, wow, I really appreciate that. That's a good organization. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, fortunately enough, it wasn't too bad. Um, but yeah, they, they definitely take care of their fighters. Yeah. So I wouldn't understand why the UFC wouldn't get so much money. <clears throat> um is so LFA is part of the UFC, right? Uh kinda. It's a feeder organization. That? It's like the like they just consider it like the main um feeder organization to the UFC. So so is Dana White in charge of the LFA? No, or no, no. How no. does that work out? Um so it's like it's connections, yeah. Everybody has their connections. So like LFA is the I would say the West Coast most premier show. Uh-huh. As the East Coast would be like maybe Cage Fury, maybe Titan FC. Titan's pretty sick. Yeah, I, I saw TCFC like all those, and and they just they're a bunch of good fighters that go into those uh, organizations and they get picked up. Yeah. So I think for the the West Coast LFA, it's that show. Okay, so who's in charge of LFA then? I'm sorry, uh, I don't know if he's an owner or he's a CEO. Um, really good guy, um, Ed Soros. Ed Soros? Okay, I don't think I ever heard of him. Maybe I've seen pictures of him or yeah, something. Yeah, you've probably seen a bunch of pictures. Brazilian guy, really down-to-earth, really takes care of his fighters. Um, he puts on a show that's really cool in Brazil because he's a Brazilian. Okay. And, bro, we all know how Brazilians fight. They're monsters. Yeah, they don't the way they train, bro. Yeah, animals. You ever, have you ever been to a Brazilian gym? I don't, I don't know if they still train like this, but it's, it's like scrap. hardcore sparring Kings, every day. Bro. Bro. Kings. Yeah. 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 You know, those videos of uh, the axe murder. I have a brain. Vanderlei? Uh, Vanderlei. Oh, just yeah. Just off at Kings. Not a yeah. good teammate. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he does not look like a fun teammate to no. be around, dude. Ego is like yeah. crazy with that guy, dude. Yeah. One of my favorite, like I love is, is watching him fight, though. My oh, favorite yeah, dude, bro. This funny story. So, when when I was um coming up in Muay Thai, uh, we gotta talk about that. How I even got into Muay Thai is fucking nuts. But, right, let's go. Let's go. Um, right, let's finish this first, and we'll go back. Yeah. So, Anthony Silva was that guy to me. Yeah. Like whenever I watched Pride, uh, him. Yeah. It was him. Crazy, bro. Like, how do you go in there and just finish like the toughest dudes in a row and just bro brutal, 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 brutal? And I was like, I want to fight like that, dude. So 
that was my impression of how I always want to fight. Yeah. Because of fucking Vandalay. Yeah. He, he had sanity. I think a lot of people will like this style, dude. That one was like, he was Brazilian, but he didn't even like to submit people. Like, that's no. the best way I could describe it, bro. Fucking knock you out. <laughs> he yeah. Just knock you out, bro. Put your shit up. Yeah. Dude, he literally just walk with his chin down and just Don't fucking fuck. haymakers. No setups, just all haymakers. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Vanley was insane. Yeah, I used to pick him a lot in the like UFC two game. I think it was. Mm-hmm. I love that full bro as a character to play. I saw this meme on IG and it was like, "What UFC fighter would you not want to fight at a bar?" And I was like, "Vanley." Yeah, my first fuck pick. no. That fool is like he just rages, dude. Bro, you're going out. Yeah. If you don't know how to block or you stop blocking, you're going out. Yeah. Well, dude, that fool disregards his health in the ring. Can you imagine, like, fighting someone that he's not even threatened by? No, exactly. You know what I mean? He's just going to walk forward and beat <laughs> the, the shit fuck? out of you, bro, you know? Like, I think <laughs> he could probably kill someone with his hands, potentially. Like, 100%. I, every fighter can possess the power to do Absolutely. it, but I think he has the mentality to do it, you know? That's actually in your life. Like, I'm fucking you up right now. Yeah, You're yeah. Done. I mean, I can only imagine. He's probably seen some crazy shit, bro. 100%. Brazil, you know? Brazil Man, is crazy. Anyway, so let's, let's walk it back, though. So what got you into Muay Thai, bro? Let's oh, yeah, bro. Story. So uh, this is a crazy one. So it, bro. Crazy one. Um, <laughs> uh, how do I explain this real quick? I uh, let's, let's take it back to when I was a kid. All right. So how old? I would say, you know, nine years old. Um, I was bullied. Okay. And whenever I tell people that, they get shocked because they see what I look like now. But... Um, and what I do, but before, bro, when I was a kid, like I said, um, I was adopted. So that's a strike against me already. You know what I mean? To get picked on. Um, was your, was your adopted, are your adopted parents white? No, no, no. Hawaiian so, too? Hawaiian, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and they're well known where I'm from. I'm, I'm from a small town in Hawaii called Waianae. Huh? And uh, it's like, like uh, the home of the brave. Like you got to be ready to fight, bro. Um. And I'm sure there's places like that everywhere, but on my island, yeah, that's that's pretty much like you better know how to fight. And I didn't, I didn't at all. So um, growing up, I got bullied a lot, and you know, I just just kind of went through life just like that. And so after when I turned 17, I joined the military. I uh, joined the navy. No rhyme or reason, just decided to do it. While I was in the navy, I thought I was going to become a man and like learn how to fucking fight, like actually defend myself. I didn't learn shit. Uh, they didn't teach nah, you how to use a gun no. or what? Huh? They didn't teach you how to use a gun or anything? They taught me how to use a gun, but I wanted to, I thought I was going to go in there like fucking army man, you know, going to hand-to-hand combat. Oh, some shit I like Joe shit? Sh- yeah, I didn't learn shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there was this one uh, fighter. Uh, he retired a long time ago. He's a Hawaiian guy. Uh, he fought Nate Diaz in Strike Force and actually won the belt. Um, his name is KJ Noons. Uh, I don't know if you heard of him. I don't think I heard yeah, of him. I didn't really uh, watch a lot of Strike Force. Yeah, a long time ago. He fought Nick, not Nate. Yeah, oh, he Nick. fought Nick Diaz. Um, Strike Force was the old Bellator. Scott Coker owned it, and then when the UFC got big, he they bought Strike Force out. Um, but yeah, anyway, so KJ Noon was training at this gym in, in Pacific Beach, uh, San Diego. That's where I was stationed, and I was like, man, if I want to go and train, I want to go train with another Hawaiian guy. Uh, he's kind of popular. He's famous in Hawaii, so I was like, you know what? I want to go there. I actually went to the wrong gym. So his gym is called the Boxing Club. I went to the boxing zone. I was just so excited to go and train, bro. I was like, I didn't give a fuck. I paid 12 months straight up, and I was ready. You're like, we're here. We're here. We're doing it. We're doing it. And so I go back the next day after I paid it because I didn't train that day. Um, I went in. I was just so excited. And, bro, talk about cringe. I literally went to OTM Fight Shops. was also in San Diego. I bought a brand-new tap-out shirt that had, like, (laughs) The biggest tap out name. It had like this 
spoil reflective red cage in the back. <laughs> I bought these brand new, like half black, half white. Um, there's this brand that used to exist called Warrior. Um, MMA shorts. I bought brand new white MMA gloves, bro. I've never trained at a gym in my life. Yeah. And that's what I bought. Yes, sir. I walked into the fucking gym and I was like, I'm ready to take my class. And I'm sitting here waiting for the instructor and this dude walks by with fucking the shortest shorts in the world. And like the shit's all the way up his ass and it's fucking nuts. You know what I mean? I'm like, yo. The tie shorts or what? The tie shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, shit. yeah. I was, and it was and yellow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super bright. And I was like, yo, this is so fucking weird. This was like, look at this fag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then. A bunch of other people come in and they put on the, that shorts. I'm like, yo, this is fucking weird. Like, where's KJ? You know what I mean? And so they're doing Muay Thai. I didn't even know what Muay Thai was. I thought they were just doing kickboxing. And so I'm over here on this bag, bro, just going off. I don't know shit. I'm swinging. I, I pull guard on the bag. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Wait, how did you learn how to pull guard? Just I just watch watched it? TV. Oh, okay, okay. And I fucking, I did the whole pull guard. I started like hammer fisting it from the back. Yes. And I was like, yes. so bad, bro. And then. This dude, the guy walks over and he eventually becomes my coach. His name is uh, Eddie. He's a really good guy, really good coach. He goes, hey, you want to jump in? I was like, oh, no, I'm good. And then he walked away. And all I could think about was, bro, your shorts, dude. Like, I don't even want to go there because you're wearing that. And so I just, you know, I was like, I'm done. There's no boxing. I'm like, I'm out. And as I'm walking by, you know, the first thing I see is just him standing on the ring, legs, and like the most uncomfortable like view. I'm like, I'm out. I walked to the front desk and I, I asked uh, the front desk girl, I was like, um, do you know when, when KJ is coming in? And she goes, uh, KJ? I was like, yeah, KJ Noons. And she goes, um, let me see. Let me, let me, Noons is his last name? I was like, yeah. So she starts typing in. She goes, we don't have uh, KJ Noons. I was like, oh, um, he, he's, he's like a professional. She goes, oh, I understand, but we just don't have a, a KJ Noons here. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, did, did he ever come in there? She goes, honestly, I don't know who you're talking about. And I was like, oh, man. Been here for five years. Mm-hmm. I ain't never really came. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, no worries. And then I walk outside. I'm like, that's weird. I don't know why I just signed up. You know what I mean? He's not even here anymore. And then there was a poster right outside of that gym that had a poster of KJ fighting. <laughs> and it showed his gym. And uh, I looked up and I was like... Oh, this That's so is funny. Fucked, bro. I went and I signed up at the boxing zone and he trains at the boxing club right down the road. Wow. And so that was just the beginning. So how I got into Muay Thai was I was driving home. I was absolutely pissed off. I was like, fuck, bro. I just paid for a whole year. I'm not even at KJ's gym. Fucking weird people in this gym. You know what I mean? They're wearing super short ass shorts. It might be a little gay. <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't even know. Yeah. And so I was like, Can I fuck. Sign up for a gay gym? <laughs> <laughs> But, bro, so, but then on the way home, I also had, like, an epiphany, like, well, I don't know how to fight. I, 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 the point of coming to a gym in general was to learn how to fight. So I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'll try it. So I went back to the gym the next day, and uh, I'm wearing brand new um, tap-out shit. Just all I'm wearing is brand new tap-out shit. And this guy goes, oh, you need 16-ounce uh, gloves. I was like, what's that? He goes, well, you need, like, the bigger gloves. I'm like... Oh, for what? He goes, yeah, you got to train. I said, oh, no, it's okay. I'm just going to use these. He goes, no, no, you can't use those. I was like, why? And he was like, what's... That's dick, bro. That's why. (laughs) It's a Muay Thai gym. I'm like, what is... Muay Thai? What's Muay Thai? He goes, no, Muay Thai. And I was like, 
whatever. And he just told me, he goes, you know what? How about this? Today is sparring. Um, you can watch and then you can see if you like it. And I was like, what's sparring? He goes, um, basically, it's like a fight, but you have all this equipment on. I was like, oh, I'll do it. And he goes, you don't got the equipment, bro. You don't got the gloves. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, went back. <laughs> yeah. and he goes, he goes, you sure? I was like, yeah, but can I borrow some stuff? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. There you go. Good coach. Bro, I put this, bro, the gloves so bad. Like <laughs> built to fight gloves. They're the worst gloves, bro, that I put on. Built to fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah built to fight. I, yeah. Because I, I think that was when like. Is that um, OTM? Or, was that for no, not, not built to fight. Um. Everlast. Oh, Everlast. Everlast. Oh, the the, the ones, the ones that were from like the fucking uh, Dick Sporting Goods. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That the worst. Was, that was my first pair of gloves ever, too, dude. Yeah, the worst, bro. And so he he goes, I was like, can I have another pair of gloves? And he gave me a pair of uh, built to fights. And bro, I could feel my knuckle right through that pad. I was like, yeah, this this is a glove. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, sir. <laughs> so I go in there and he goes, have you ever sparred before? I'm like, no, but I'm ready. He goes, okay, let's see what you got. And then this dude walks in. Literally right before we even sparred, he goes, and I was bigger. So I was like, I was 19 years, I was oh, 17 years old. Yeah, I was like 220 and I was shredded. Bro, okay, muscles so everywhere. Okay. So I had the confidence through the roof. I was young, I was ready. I had my tap out shit on. I was fucking ready, bro. And this dude walks to me, just like really chill. He looked like a hippie. Had like a little mullet going on, like super like soft dad body with like a belly. And he was wearing basketball shorts. And I'm just like, I'm about to knock this fucking guy out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm ready for this moment. And I've never thrown a kick before this. I don't even know how to fight. I put my hands up, bro. I threw an overhand right. I missed. He threw a switch left head kick. Dropped <laughs> me. The jump. Dropped me. What? Boom. I was fucking out. The coach goes, okay. Oh, like knocked you out? Knocked me out. Sick with it. First yeah. time? Sick First time. <laughs> and so I was like. This is back in the day, bro. Nowadays it's not day. like this, bro. No, no, <laughs> no. It's like that. No, it's not like We're that. Nice it's that. I mean, at least at my gym. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not like that anymore. But I fucking got off. The, I got up and I was, it was like a, a flash knockout. It was, I wasn't like out. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's a good punch. And then the, <laughs> the coach laughed. was like. Uh, nah, maybe maybe you should sit down. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm a little dizzy. He goes, yeah, no worries. Just go sit down. And then the whole time I kept thinking it was a left hook or something. And then he, the guy came, he goes, are you okay? I didn't mean to kick you. I was like, oh, bro, it was good. I mean, it was a good punch. He goes, what? I was like, <laughs> no, I don't think you're punch. good, bro. Sit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you have shin guards? We had shin guards on. Uh-huh. Bro, and, and he was so scared. Like, he could tell he was so scared that he did that. And I'm just like, in my head, like, fuck this you know what i mean like i'm never getting dropped like that ever again yeah that was the day i decided to do muay thai that yeah. was literally the day i love that bro that's a good story dog. literally the day i have a i got knocked out my first like second or first month of doing muay thai yeah i mean i had already done other martial arts like taekwondo and shit but um i, I don't know you might have seen it i posted the video of it it's from my homie andre um yeah, that, we were just training, bro. He knocked me out, bro. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, off, off a left head kick, too. But he's left-handed, so it came from the back. Yeah. But it was like, this fool had also done Taekwondo before Muay Thai. So my coach put me with him and was like, just train with this guy. He's going to teach you how to change your kick into a Muay Thai kick. Yeah. And we, we were sparring for... We had a guest coach that day because my coach had to go do something. So he just had to spar for the whole class, bro, for an hour, bro. Oh, yeah, and I everyone wish. else was like smaller girls and stuff you know it was like a saturday class not a lot of people showed up so this one was just like i mean you were just gonna spar the whole day and like we just slowly kept like getting more intense more intense and then like 15 minutes into it ends up knocking me out bro (laughs) 
That's so funny. I, still, I got the video of it too. He was recording it, and I was like, "Was this one planning on it? Like, why did it just happen to set up the yeah. camera?" <laughs> yeah, every like on the anniversary of that day, I post. I love to post it just to show the new people, bro. Because yeah. you know how when you're new, you're like all like uh, scared. Nervous, and, yeah. yeah, you're nervous. You feel like you suck what you do, yeah. but just to show people, like, look, bro, everyone starts off like that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, he knocked me out, and like I remember fucking just driving home like damn like do i want to keep doing this <laughs> like this one literally like just like i was out for a cool minute bro i still remember like getting knocked out too because it was like i had never been knocked out before bro yeah. like ever you know what i mean even in taekwondo i never got knocked out i felt like i was on acid dude i don't know if you've ever done acid probably not you don't say if you did on camera. <laughs> <You're gonna ruin. laughs> I don't know if you've done acid, but yeah. the trails and but stuff. But I hear all of it, yeah. I just remember I was going out and falling backwards, and like the, there were the lights on the roof. Like I saw them making the light trails, and I was like, yo, what is this? Am I on drugs, dude? Uh-huh. And then I remember like some girl was throwing water on my face, and I woke up, thought it was blood. Because like, <laughs> I was still like coming to it. I just felt everything wet, and I was like, yeah. oh my God, what happened? And then yeah. I'm like, oh, it's water. And then I just fucking my sister came up to me, started talking to me. My sister was training at the time. Yeah. And I just was like, all right, let's go home. Yeah, because the coach was like, yo, you're not training anymore. <laughs> Let me stab you down. And I just was like, right, I'm gonna go home, yo. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I get it, bro. You gotta get beat up like that at the beginning, I think. Because that's how you weed out who who's actually got it, bro. Because you you're so vulnerable at the beginning stages. And if you get knocked out and you leave, then you don't deserve to be there, you know? hundred percent. Because you're gonna it's like you either got to get knocked out here or possibly maybe get knocked out here or get knocked out in the ring. I would rather you get knocked out here where it's safe, you know, yeah. personally, you know, absolutely. And in front of your friends and family, yeah, like find some stranger, you or know, on TV and YouTube where you can look at it again. Terrible, right? Uh, How's it feel when you watch that? Bro, it gives it fucking makes my, my, it hurts me, bro. Because yeah. I know if I had a proper camp all the way through, you know, there's no way I'm winning. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think I was winning that fight until that happened. It's usually like I think that. the first round was like whatever, like definitely just tip it's for tap. The first round. Second round, I think I started like pressuring and doing exactly. some stuff. And he caught me with some good stuff too, bro. It's like it was a good, good second round. We're fighting. Third round, we, we both came out hot. I think we were both warm. And then that happened. So yeah. it's like whenever I watch the fight, I'm like, fuck. But you always you always wonder, like, if what if I did this? But always a what is, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's why you got to make sure there's no what is. No, bro. that's what I'm saying. Okay, you that's sure a good when point. You walk into the ring there. You did everything 100%. possible. 100%. You know, like he was a better fighter tonight, you know? 100%. Yeah. So that's what I was I was trying to uh, going to ask you uh, back in when you're talking about um, how crowds affect you and all that. I was just thinking about it and it popped in my head now. Um, what is the ring walk like to you? I think everyone should understand this. Mm-hmm. And, and you kind of have it. But what is... That 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 little twenty foot twenty foot move from not fighting to in the ring or the cage. Huh. What is that like for you? What is it like for me, um, dude? I get quiet and I just look at my opponent, bro. And it's just like it's more of just getting ready to for the experience. You know what I mean? It's like there's no backing out now. Yep, you're already there, dude. Yep. So it's time to man the fuck up, bro. 100%. I mean, you know me. I'm I'm a friendly guy, bro. I smile. I, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll you know shake hands with my opponent, shake the hands of his team and shit like that. And then yeah. it's like for me, what really flips the switch is once I get hit really fucking hard, bro. <laughs> once I get cracked in the face, then it's like we're all now, you know. Huh? Until then, it's like we're here. Let's see what he's got. Yeah. And then once I get hit hard, then autopilot. We're just you right. know. Which I think most people need to, like, especially for younger fighters, people like your age, people that just start, they get tired of the drills, dude. 
You know what I mean? Like they just want to spar or learn something new, but it's like the drills are what is going to save you in a fight because you can't, you don't have time to think, bro. So you got to default back to something that you've done so many times that it's just on instinct. You know, the way you counter, right? You got to counter that same way all through your camp, all through training. So that way when you get hit and that you feel that like, let's say you're blocking a left hook, right? It's like you got that right hand counter or up across whatever you practice, practice yeah. that every single day, you know? I showed yeah. Kalani videos of my sparring. He's like, we worked on that like three weeks ago. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, that's a good one. So it's it's fascinating. It fascinates me. This is this is it's just like fighting is so cool to me. Just just the evolution of it and the individual is cool to me. But the application of fighting is I think that's what keeps me like addicted. And seeing him um execute moves that we've been practicing and they land and they're successful. Makes you feel good, right? Bro, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. This guy is like going in there beating up. Guys with records, seven seven fights, and yeah. he's teeing off on them. He's going there against older dudes, you know what I mean? And he's just breaking them down. And yeah. it's technical. It's not like, oh, because he's big. Yeah. When you watch this guy move, it's, bro. Crisp. Bro, this guy's going to be special. Yeah. Like, like mark my words, Dimitri's going to be special, bro. Sick. Roll keep my out for you, dog. Clean. And so, hey, some people will pick it up like that, too. I remember this chick, Sydney, like, um, one of my coaches was training her for her two fights ago, you know, and then he had something had happened with his family one day, so he had to go. So he was like, hey, I'll work with Sydney today and, like, just help her out with some stuff. So I was like, I asked her, like, what he was working on with her. She's like, oh, some kick stuff, whatever, whatever. So we, we worked that, and then I also, because she's a tall fighter, and she kind of, her hands aren't so good, you know? She's good with straight punches instead of kicks, but hooks, yeah. not so good. So I was like, look, Sid, you're a tall person, we, like if you're, I know you're working kicks and like long range stuff, but if they come in, I'm gonna be honest. Your your hooks, your uppercuts are not so good. Let's work some knees, right? So I told her I showed her some like knee counters, and in her fight, bro, sure enough, this chick was shorter than her, and like at one point was trying to come in, and she like double bodied her left body, right body, and sitting just grabbed her, boom, right Clean. knee, and like she did it twice, and that girl did not want to come in after good. that, and I was like, damn, we literally worked on that for like, cause after I showed her that for that whole week, I was like, all right, let's just try to work on this, you know, yeah, cause it's like you already learned it, might as well keep working on it, right? And just seeing that happen. Happen. and for me it's i have to work on something longer than a week for me that's just how i am you know how yeah. my brain works for her to be able to do it in a week i thought that was like super like like impressive you know for me you know hey, good coach you know what i mean yeah and <laughs> hey, you gotta good expect job, unexpected baby you know what true, I mean? <laughs> true true yeah so i mean and that that's not that doesn't take anything away from her she's just like that type of person she's very like intellectual she's smart you know so career driven you know yeah. so it's like even her profession like requires a lot of like mental like uh like mental capacity, you know? So it's like the way she fights is just like how her personality is. Gotcha. I, I really believe like your fight, the way you fight, the way you train is reminiscence of your personality, dude. You Absolutely. Know? Like you meet people that they're sloppy just in general, like the way they live is sloppy and you see them in the ring and it's like technique is gone. Not to say they're a bad fighter, but they're just sloppy in the ring and that's just how they do it, you know? Yeah. Um, at least from what I've witnessed, you know? Yeah. Um, I agree. That's It's just that whole thing. Um, look good, feel good, fight good. You know what I mean? Like I take a lot of pride in little things. And it's funny because um, I don't post much of my sparring and I haven't fought in a while. So it's like, I don't have any footage like that. So whenever I do train, like I really believe in my head, I'm fighting somebody. So like shadow boxing, shadow boxing is huge. That's the most underrated like technique. I think people don't, don't do enough of. Yeah. Um, you're simulating a fight in your head. And for me, every time I go into like that, that mindset of okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna shadow box. I really believe I'm fighting the best dudes in the world. Yeah, and so I can't be sloppy. I have to be on point. I have to be clean, quick, and I take pride in that. But it goes back to like you said, like people's personalities really come out when they when they train. I feel like yeah, 
Yeah, and then you, I mean, like I said, like my coach, uh, Coach Frankie, he's a very smart person, and you see it in his technique, dude. The way he teaches, the way he, whenever, like, he doesn't really hit pads anymore. He's had some surgeries. He's like, yeah. you know, but whenever you get the rare chance of seeing him do something, it's like you can tell he's very thoughtful in how he moves. Even his setups are very thoughtful and, like, well thought out. Like, they're, they're steps to him, you know? Yeah. Me, I'm simple, bro. I just like one, two, and then I to do whatever I want to do. If I want to do a head kick, one, two, set up, and then head kick. You know what I mean? But it's not sloppy. You're like you're in there. Your your accuracy. You're you're going yeah, for a yeah. plan. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's and it's like I'm like I'm the type of person where it's like I dedicate to whatever I do. You know. So when I have a thought in my head, like I want to land this technique on someone, I'm gonna keep trying to do it. That's him. Until yeah. I do it, and it's not. I'm not saying it's the best thing, you know. But it's just that's just I can't get rid of that, dude. It's that's just him. in my DNA. Every day you know? I watch yeah. fight talk, I just see something and I work on it for like four weeks and I land it once. Like, you know what I mean? You know, so rewarding, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like you know, it's fascinating. That's just how the human brain works, I guess. You know. Yeah. Like we've been watching tons of GoCon lately, and. Oh, I love Gokhan Slaggy, bro. Like, I was watching 100%. McSweeney the other night, like, his fight against McSweeney, and I just, like, TKO'd my sparring partner the other day with the leg kick that he exactly yeah. TKO'd McSweeney with. I was like, yeah. That Dutch so kick. Good. That yeah. back leg Dutch kick. Yeah. People don't, don't, don't check that, that back leg much. Yeah. You can get it. You Once get it lands it. right on that muscle, too. Is that nerve you gone. It's not used to getting kicks, too. No. So it's like, like this leg, I can take a couple, bro. This leg, maybe two. Yeah. I'm starting to feel it, bro. Two good ones, I'm like, ow. <laughs> yeah? Like, yeah. I feel like you develop, like, a muscle almost, like, yeah. on this leg. That callus, yeah. 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 Yeah, Gokun Saki, wasn't he the one that broke, um, what was that fool's yeah. name? Foot or leg? Uh, he went in. Harun Spong, yeah. Harun Spong, gnarly. Oh, uh, breaking legs. Ooh. <sighs> Ooh, that was a nuts one, bro. That's something you don't see in UFC as much. I think oh. Weidman and uh, Anderson, Anderson, huh? Yeah. Never Jeez. came back the same after that. Oh, you never. <laughs> McGregor. McGregor's was gnarly, dude. I was oh. out of that His was so fucking gnarly, dude. He didn't even realize what happened, bro. I feel like they don't, you know what I mean, in the moment, the adrenaline. Anderson, he didn't realize, too, because remember he put his foot down? Yeah. He tried to, like, push oh. off of it? Weidman, he, like, stepped on, like, his, like, calf because his leg was pointing that way. Yeah. He, oh, he, my he tried to, God, He tried to, like, bro. push off on it or something. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was That's at so that scary. McGregor fight, and everybody thought he got dropped by a punch because I was sitting right behind him, and it looked like Poirier like missed the punch and he went down. But then we saw his leg was like pointing that way. Oh. Yeah, I love that he still talks shit. I said, you while he was all, while he was laying in the cage, he was still talking shit. I was that like, guy don't give a fuck, dude. He's like, he sells the fight, bro. I would 100%. watch it. I would watch a three if he did, if they signed it up just because of him. Hell yeah. yeah. That, that's what uh, that brings up my attention to is that division, dude, in UFC. What's going on with that division right now? Lightweight, fifty five. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's like Makachev and then who else? Oliveira, Oliveira. Oliveira and Poirier again. Yeah, Gamrot is. On Gamrot's the edge coming of, up. He's yeah. coming up. He's Gamrot's had some started. weird decisions, like yeah. Jalen Turner and Benny Fazir's knee popped. Yeah, the last who did he fight last? Fazif. Was it Fazif? Yeah, yeah, yeah. his knee uh, exploded. Oh. <laughs> Harley. He like threw a kick and is just stepped back. That happens. Yeah, that does happen. Um, I feel like we're witnessing like a changing of tides in UFC right now. At least in except the- for lightweight, like uh, Darius beat Gamera. All the veterans are still on top. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like these veterans are starting to get older and it's Curating, like, yeah. But the and UFC hasn't been pushing these younger people no, for a little bit, weird. so it's, that's what I'm saying. It's like weird mm-hmm. space right now. It's yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Dana. I don't know if it's him or. Like who, whoever owns UFC now, I don't know. WME, yeah, those guys. But um, it's, it's McMaynard though. He 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 is like one of the main factors in what um in the fights he get to watch. Yeah, 
that, that kind of falls on him too. I mean, Sean Shelby. Oh, uh, Sean Shelby is the uh, matchmaker, right? McManor and Sean Shelby. They are both, both like they they are the people that's supposed to be putting that, but it could be higher than them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They just get. I feel like they've gone to this place where they're just putting all their eggs in certain fighters. I really don't like like Pimplet. They were pushing Pimplet for a while. And yeah, no one talks about him. Jared gone. Gordon Jared, chinned him almost. Yeah, and then this, that's it. That's the end of Pimplet. Just he's, forgot now him, he's yeah. fighting no, Ferguson, Ferguson, which I don't even understand. Yeah, if Tony beats and Pimplet's done. Yeah, but I don't want Tony to beat him because then Tony's gonna want to keep fighting. And I, yeah, Tony I needs love to Tony, stop. bro. I love yeah. Tony. He was like the ship back 100%. in the day, bro. He's one of my favorites of all time. From was, Santa Ana, right? Is he from Santa? He's Ana? from Costa Mesa. Oh, Costa Mesa. Yeah, yeah. He's like local, bro. I mean, I got love for him, but it's like, man, dude, that Diaz fight, head, bro. I was talking to his coach when I was in Utah. I go to all of Tony's fights. I love Tony, and his coach was like, "He wants to fight in two months." Right after uh, Bobby Green choked him out, and I was like. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got choked out by Bobby Green. Yeah. And I was like, left. dude, he's not even that's like his first submission, I think, ever. Yeah. Nate Diaz. He submit no Bobby Green. He, oh, he submitted Yeah, yeah, that was Wait, Bobby, Bobby Green's Green submitted like, Nate second, Diaz? No, no, no. I was like, I thought you were talking about Tony's first submission loss. No, 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 no. I'm talking about uh Bobby yeah. Green. I don't know if I remember. That was his first UFC submission. Yeah, and I'm just like, you know, not to take anything away from Bobby Green, bro. He's he's dope, dude, but I'm just saying Ferguson, man, just let it go, bro. Yeah. Or just have him fight like other people. You know, Exhibitions, yeah. Yeah, like or like I'll older fighters Miller. or people, you know, that aren't as skilled. You know, it's just sad that they do don't that. Don't feed them, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're making him a gatekeeper, kind of. It's because it's like for the UFC, they don't lose anything because they know people are going to buy the tickets. Regardless of Tony wins or loses, yeah, that's money, bro. And the people he's fighting get hype. Yeah, exactly. Money. I, I don't like that, dude. We got to treat our fighters better. Yeah. At the end of the day, though, like, you know, it's understood. It's a business. Like, not saying they don't give a fuck about their fighters, just name of the game. How much how much asses you can put in a seat yeah. at a stadium, you know what I mean? Like, like Shamai versus Diaz. What the hell are they thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wasn't that a feeling though, or no? Wait, wait, wait. No, that was the scheduled that, that was actual- event, but Kevin Holland got in a scrap with Shamai in the back and the whole card changed. Yeah, I, f- I remember there were some like two changes that happened on that card. Three changes. Really? Uh Diaz fought Ferguson, then Ke- or Kevin Holland fought Daniel Rodriguez. And yeah. Of course. Uh, was this? Oh, Tremaine fought Kevin Holland. Yeah. I feel about Cosmo, bro. Problem monster. Yeah. I think um at first people were respecting him, but I think now he's starting to make a name yeah. for himself. You know, uh, he was supposed to fight. Who's he supposed to fight? Acosta, right? Acosta. Yeah. I I wanted to see that. I feel like I Acosta. Would, it. I feel like that would have been a better matchup. Yeah. yeah. He's a real one eighty five. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, their skills are like. Like they match pretty well, you know. Yeah. Inter- like, cause Acosta, he's got good, he's got pretty good striking, and then his his hard. hard and his ground game is pretty good, you know. So I, I would have. He's like a one eighty five Gilbert Burns. Yeah. yeah, I think he's better. I pers- uh, I don't know. Do I think he's better? Gilbert, than Gilbert Burns, Burns is good, bro. Yeah, I don't know. It's he's tough. just super small. He's a lightweight. Yeah. yeah. I think that fight that with Gilbert though was um I I don't I think Gilbert showed some holes in his game, dude. In terms of the was striking. Was it on short notice though? That's nah. uh-huh. Was it? Oh, uh, wait, which against Kazma. Hamza? Yeah. Uh, Hamza, 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 Hamza. No, that was a full camp. That was a full camp? Burns versus Chamal. Yeah, that was full, uh, full camp. Yeah, I thought that fight with Burns, because Cosma uh, was just running through people, and then when he hit fucking um, Burns, that was like... His defense is sloppy. He gets scrappy when he gets hit. And yeah. Even like Gilbert tried to get an arm bar, and Hamza stood up. Yeah. Well, I think the thing with this in the past with the striking, uh, he opened up 
uh, he was able to open up with the striking because people were scared of his, of his grappling, you know. But when it came to Gilbert, Gilbert didn't give a fuck. Four time, yeah, he was like a world champion. Yeah, so he was able to strike more with Cosmo because he wasn't right. scared of the takedown, and I think that negated a lot of Cosmo's ability to hide stuff, you know. Absolutely. And so, but I mean, that's nothing to take away from either of them, dude. And um, you know, I want to see where he goes next. You know, it's just that division. I don't know where he goes now. You know, he probably just rebooked Paul Costa, Strickland, or it, I heard talks on Strickland already, though. I think he runs through Strickland just on the grappling, unless Strickland. But then who knows? I didn't think I Strickland. Think I he's see. a black belt, bro. Like people don't. Oh, you no, never yeah. see it. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. You never yeah. see it. Doesn't really get taken down that much. No, he's that's taking, the other thing too. His yeah. defense overall, bro. I mean, solid. Yeah, he I got think clipped. He, since Kamara wow. got taken down by Hamza, he has the lowest bottom position time in the UFC. Yeah. 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 I saw that. Um. Yeah. So we'll see, dude. I'm excited. I want to see that one. Hamza. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of hoping they'd just give Strickland Duplessis. Yeah, that would be a Bro, great fight. What? Who's winning that? Would that? Sell some t- that would sell some tickets. Who's winning that though, dude? But Duplessis is like he's gotten better with his cardio in his last fight. Well, look, he's was impressive, bro. I was he impressed. Bro. Shinned Robert Whitaker. I did not think That's he was gonna go crazy. down that way, bro. I did not know. And he's a fucking strong dude, bro. His yeah, striking big, is insane, dude. bro. I, everybody he fights say he's so awkward to yeah. just even hate or you can get close to. Yeah, because he hits you like slow, but it's like hard to time, I feel like. I you know, him and his fists are like twice the size of mine. Yeah, he's like he's a just... big dude in person. Yeah. That, that big like, head, big shoulders. Yeah. yeah. Like he that cross he was landing on fucking uh, Ridiger, bro. It mm-hmm. was like you could see There's it, like but it was still landing, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He would t- take like a step back and then it's not like he's super fast or super technical. He was switching his stances, and I think it's his his, his timing and his uh, his um space, like his uh, mm. knowledge of space, you know, yeah. distance control. You know, his style is weird too. Yeah, I want to. I'm I'm down to see that Strickland and fucking uh, Duplessis. Yeah, and Izzy saying he's not going to fight till 2027. Really? He, yeah, I don't know if he's. I think that's true. true. Oh, he's trolling he, for sure. I think he needs a break though. Yeah, yeah, he's been at the top for too long. Yeah, and he's like got all this other shit going on. Yeah, it's he's like, making money. You know what I mean? I feel like he he might fall into the whole Connor. Yeah. Well, hopefully not. I but mean, if he does, fuck it, bro. He made I think it. he has a, a, probably a straighter head, you know, than Connor. But who knows? You don't know when, when you, you reach that, that fame. Thing, right? True. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. What's up with City Kickboxing, bro? Edisanya lost his belt. Volkanovski lost. Is, there, is this the... It's just a weird time, bro. I mean, going back to the Volk thing, I, I like Volk. I love Volk. I mean, even though he beat my boy and he lost the second fight, but we're not talking about that. I like Volk. Yeah, I like him. He's good. He he's very. I think he's probably the greatest. Yeah, yeah. he's he's goat for right now for our generation. I think yeah, hundred percent. Anderson Silva conversation easy, dude. Yeah, but he definitely took that fight. Um, Eleven days. Not overthinking it. Yeah, pudgy and yeah, he definitely t- he overthought that. But yeah, I wish he didn't take that fight. I wish he didn't. And then do that. did the refresh because <laughs> now how do you argue the third? Yeah, you you can't. You got to yeah. give him like four more title defenses. Yeah. Or wait till there's a new lightweight champ. I don't know. Yeah, but speaking about that. Um, Max, bro. Max is fighting Elio. I don't know who Elio is. Who's that? Poria. 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 He's it's like, not official, but that's probably going to happen. Yeah, because... So, you know the, the Max trilogy. Volkanovski yeah. beat him three times. Um, once you get beat your third time, you're going, you're going down. Yeah. But I think Max has built his pedigree so high, he didn't drop so low. He still so he had to one. fight back. Um, he, fought, he fought... Arnold Allen. Arnold Allen. Oh, that. Prospect, yeah, good fight. Good year. Rodriguez. That was a good fight, too. And so... All his fights are amazing. He, he's made his way back up. And usually you don't really... I'm not saying this because Max is from, you know, my hometown and all that. Um, I think he's a genuinely good fighter. Yeah, he, he is. still has it. Yeah. Um, people say, oh, no, he's probably lost a step. But I don't know. I don't think so. 
I just he's, I don't yeah. think he's lost his step. Good. I just think the competition is Got rising, better. you know. Yeah. So they're catching up to him, you know. Yeah. Max's boxing is still probably like one of the best in yeah. fucking MMA, in not just UFC, just in general, you know. Yeah. He's got really good boxing, you know. Right. I don't know if the Ilya fight's gonna happen though, because like two days ago, Max was calling out Gaethje for the BMF belt. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. I'm also down for that, dude. Why not? Dude? <laughs> Gaethje fighting? Yeah. yeah. That might be the first fight where Max gets dropped. Yeah. Fuck. Or just gets the leg kicked the shit. Volkan also can like kick the shit yeah. out of him. I think Gaethje, I feel like. Well, actually, I don't know. Volkan's pretty hard, though. He, yeah. he, he he's one of but Gaethje was known for that early in his career. Just leg kicks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Chopping. It's funny because everyone knows he's going to leg kick. And he just can't stop for it. it. And you he's can't do shit about it. He doesn't care if you check him. He yeah. just goes right through it. Yeah, and I just think his uh, hands are just so fucking so good, good that it's bro. like you're constantly like, I gotta pick one to worry about. And, and he throws them from the pocket. He doesn't ever throw his kicks from distance, really. It's yeah. always setting up with the hands or like, even in the clinch, you'll get him exactly. That's what I was about to legs. say. Yeah, he'll have you in the clinch and be leg kicking you fucking that hip, fucking the way he can whip that hip over is clean. Okay, so who who wins that? Boxer versus boxer. Hands okay. versus hands. Okay, so... Depends uh, if it's five or three rounds. Gaethje versus Hallway. Fuck, that's... BMF will be five. Five rounds, yeah. That's a tough one, dude. Oh, I haven't seen... So... Fuck, oh, because Max is hungry right now, bro. He's so hungry right now after that. Like, he wants to get back to that belt. I'm yeah. gonna... I'm gonna give it slightly to Max just because I think he wants it more, you know? I feel like Gaethje wants the actual title belt right no, now, so he's probably... He's, like, like, he's still, like, throwing his belt down after he beat Poirier and stuff. I yeah. Know. I don't even know if Gaethje would want that fight. I think... But, if they did fight, I think I'd give it to Max. Yeah, just slightly. But I, I don't, I'm not saying... It would be like I have 10% more towards Max, you know? Yeah. It's 50-50. Yeah. It's hard because Max has not, also never been dropped before. That's what never I'm saying. Been, like, that's what I don't I'm saying. think yeah. Gage can beat him to a decision. But if he can somehow get him out of there, I think... That's how he wins. But the mm. thing with Gaethje, too, is he's been fucking the shit beat out of him, and he still comes forward like a pitbull, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Max Holloway could land, like, a hundred punches, yeah. and Gaethje's still going to come forward with the same game plan. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that that execution for Poirier, bro, was beautiful, bro. Yes, you know what I mean? Clean. It's like he, he knows what he's going to do, and he's going to fucking go for it, bro. Right. You know what I mean? That's um that's one thing that I, I, I give to Gaethje for sure. The thing about Gaethje, you know, going back onto, like, um, but he he said that after his last fight, like he might retire. You know what I mean? Like if, yeah. if he doesn't, it's his last run. Yeah. He loses, he's done. Yeah, he's been to wars, bro. Yeah. He deserves it. Yeah, I know it's unfortunate because he came up when there that division was just stacked, stacked, bro. If he was a little bit younger, came up now, I think he would have a way better chance at getting that belt. Bro. Like if he got at his prime, like when Charles Oliveira was champion, he definitely like he had to fight Habib and yeah. those guys when yeah. he was at his prime. Jesus. Yeah. Dude, Some of these guys' uh, pedigrees, bro. Some of their records and like who they fought. Wow. His first like three fights were like second fight in the USU was Eddie Alvarez. Jeez. Yeah. Michael Johnson was his first fight and Poirier. Some fucking UFC, man. Some crazy so, shit. Yeah. Some of those guys that just get skyrocketed right to the top. And I don't like Some that. guys like Pema and O'Malley, they just stay at the bottom for five years. Yeah. Oh, uh, Sean O'Malley, yeah, yeah he's just fighting his hands forever. But did, but did you see? Did you see what he uh, he wants to do? What is he oh, want? Fight. oh, the boxing fight. He caught out Javante, bro. Yeah, I, I thought he oh, I thought Haney. I, I saw Haney. I don't know about Javante, but I saw Haney. Oh no, he saw, he caught out Devin Haney. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw. No, the no, Haney. but he caught out Javante at his oh, yeah, last fight. Yeah, did he? And then recently he caught out Devin Haney. Jeff Davis is gonna fuck him up. Haney probably still will fuck him up. <laughs> it's a different I, game. I mean, I think Haney will fuck him up less than Javante, in my opinion. But I don't know much about boxing, you know. Yeah. If any boxers would come to MMA, though, it'd be Javante. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like because of um, that platform of what was it called when you 
cross what is it called? Cross promotion. Cross promotion. Yeah. Um, people are wanting to test themselves, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's I a like different it. world. I like that, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bring it on, bro. Let's see the boxers going to MMA. Let's see yeah. the MMA guys go to boxing. Yeah. Why not, yeah. bro? It's yeah. like people are like pierced. Now, for some reason and I'm like why bro there's boxing <laughs> in MMA yeah it's already not a pure sport I mean yeah. it's mixed martial arts bro it's like why not let them go into that let them make their fucking money bro sure. especially when fucking UFC is being a stinge it's like you know bro, let PFLs. people make money bro yeah. they'll come back to the fight for you guys but let them make some side money yeah I wish that UFC was more open to like having contracts with them, like shorter contracts like one two fights and let them fight another fight there come back yeah, you know like letting mean? them do boxing while they're in the UFC like Bellator, PFL, they all they do, do other stuff. Yeah, yeah, bro, that's weird. Two completely different sports. One FC is too, bro. Like mm-hmm. you see guys at one FC and they'll go do Muay Thai fights in Thailand, Lu yeah. and shit. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's a, such a better model, yeah. I think, you know. And I don't think it hurts the brand at all, bro, because you'll see people that just watch Muay Thai It'll and they'll see this guy and they go, "Yep." So I don't know, man. It's just the fu- fucking Dana's just got a fucking hold on that shit, bro. <laughs> Monopoly, dog. Dana, come like, on. PFL's getting all these new contenders like Cedric Dumbe and. Yeah, all these guys are going there first. Yeah, and then uh, did you hear about MVP possibly? Yeah, I just saw that, dude. I'm yeah. excited for that. Obviously not in his prime, but he's still fun. He's a welterweight, yeah. Yeah. Imagine him and Wonderboy. That'd be a good one. Good, that would good, be good. A good one. Wonder- good who's- introduction. Yeah, who's Wonderboy fighting? Shavkat. Yeah. That's a scary fight for Wonderboy. Yeah, Wonder Boy's like tough, bro. I like him, but he's getting older, bro. Yeah, 36. going back. Yeah, he's got so much shit going on too. He's like, he, he works with this town with a lot of the shit. Kids. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, Wonder Boy. I don't know if he's gonna get the belt, bro. I don't yeah, think he, he had, he had his run. Number yeah. five. I think he's gonna be still top five guys, though. You, you think? I think at least top five, top ten. Yeah, for a little while. Know, that's another person we were talking about earlier. They're feeding Shavkat to, or they're feeding Wonder Boy to Shavkat. Like they're putting all these veterans against these up and comers that are definitely gonna fight for the belt. Yeah, but like I feel Wonder Boy's like, in that position where he's able to fight all these veterans for fun fights, but they're still putting him up. Yeah, monsters. Yeah, well, he's doing too good to fight like the veterans, you know. Mm. Yeah, like tough. That performance against Kevin Holland. Ooh, that was I was crazy. surprised, dude. I honestly had it to Kevin Holland, bro. I yeah. literally thought Kevin Holland was gonna win. Yeah, it's still, dude. It's just his uh, his ability to dart in and out is insane, bro. Yeah. Is like he's just so good and quick, dude. It's like his sidekicks are such a fucking trouble for yeah. people, you know. Like his jab, he just puts it up there. Yeah, it's crazy too because you don't expect him to shoot it. It's like the way he fucking chambers it is so quick. It's like you try to come in on something like mm-hmm. a jab, just even a jab, and he Stops fucking sends you, yeah. you on your ass. Bro. And then he'll throw that hook kick up top once you start going to the body. Yeah, yeah. I wish he's one fighter that I wish would implement more low kicks. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you were to add some, some more low kicks to this game, it's like he's just kicking the shit out of you. You're yeah, not sure. even know where those legs are coming out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. So uh, let me see if I got some. I, I like to run some current events, bro. Um, to my notes, real quick, just in my show, bro. Just talk about the world and shit like that, you know. I'm I'm super into conspiracy theories. <laughs> me too. But some of them are just like I don't even want to talk about because I get some fucking flame on them, bro. Like us. Uh, so, um. All right, here I, I run a crazy conspiracy theory, bro. You, you been paying attention to this fucking uh, Israel Palestine issue? Of course, a little bit, yeah. Bro, so um, check this out. So supposedly the IDF, which is the Israel Defense uh, Federation, uh, I don't know. What the f- talking about how they knew Legion, about they're gonna attack the concert. They knew that they were gonna uh, Hamas was gonna attack for sure. That I talked about that. We'll, we'll, we'll bring that up, I guess, right now. Yeah. So fucking Nen Nahu, I call him Ben Benjamin Nen Nahu. He's like the 
minister of Israel. He's in charge of like the military and all that. Supposedly, um, Egypt had told him that Hamas was training for war games. Like they were doing raids in Palestine, like obviously preparing for something. They told him that like a year ago, dude, and he didn't say shit. My theory is that I think he knew they were going to attack and he wanted it to happen because it's good for his party, you know? Like, if they're in a state of war, his whole thing has always been about big spending on fucking military. He's like, I'm the guy to make you safe, you know? And the public just doesn't like him. Because yeah. Israel has kind of started moving towards more of, like, being more peaceful towards Palestine in a sense, you know? I, I mean, not being nice to him, but just being like, we don't want to fucking fight him as much, you know? Yeah. So I think for his party to have existed, there needed to be, like, some type of fucking, like, war going on or some type of issue with Palestine. So I think for sure he, he knew what was up with it, and I think he let it happen. What do you think? I definitely, my dad talked about that, too. I definitely think there's been other situations, too, where they knew they were going to attack and they just wanted to start a conflict, so... They kind of let it happen. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it shows because even like uh, Israel right now, all the citizens are saying like, we don't like uh, BM, you know, but we're going to wait till this war ends so we could like basically figure it out, you know. Basically, they've already kicked him out once. He got kicked out, came back, and then he aligned himself with some far-right extremist parties and he united all the, all these different fractions and that's how he got voted back in. Jeez. But he like stole a bunch of money, bro. He was uh, like, they were investigating him for uh, embezzlement. embezzlement. yeah. And when he, when he came back into power, he basically fucking vetoed all those fucking uh, charges. Crazy, right? But anyway, so what I was about to say though was, um, so the IDF, right? You know how there's some, they had, uh, what do you call them? You know how Hamas, they had hostages? Yeah. And they've been slowly releasing some of them. Yeah. So allegedly Hamas doesn't want, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Israel doesn't want Hamas to continue to, re- to release hostages because uh, Israel wants to send in like ground troops. Like, they've just been doing bombings right now. They want to send in ground troops, right? And they're, uh, they're, someone put out a memo saying that if they keep releasing hostages, it's going to keep them from being able to, to send ground troops because the rest of the world is going to say, hey, wait. Like, let them release the fucking hostages and then go go in and do your shit. Yeah. So, allegedly, uh, Israel is trying to put them in a position to not release hostages so they can keep fucking bombing them and then sending in fucking ground troops. I think they just sent ground troops in. I I wrote this, like, a few days ago. I think yesterday, as of yesterday, they started sending in tanks, you know? So, I don't know, bro. I think it's fucked up, bro. I think both parts are definitely not in the right, totally, but... I don't think both parts are in the right at all, but I think Israel is definitely targeting the fuck out of like random people, bro. Which Hamas did too, dude. But yeah, it's, but Hamas is a terrorist organization. I was about to say they're that, a straight yeah. up terrorist organization. And yeah, their whole thing is to obliterate civilians. Israel. Yeah, that's their whole motto. Is like oh, we don't want you guys to exist. This country. Yeah, yeah. You expect that from Hamas, but Israel's supposed to be like a first world country. They follow you in law, you know. Or NATO. So, yeah, they're part of NATO, so they're not supposed to be bombing citizens. And like I said, I don't side with Palestine. I don't give a fuck about either side, to be honest. I don't have. I'm not Jewish. I'm not Arabic, or you know. But I, I just think uh, Israel is definitely killing a lot more innocent people than fucking. Yeah, I'm trying to make a point, you know. It's an uprising, so Hamas. That that's the whole that's the whole thing behind it. You know, they they're trying to. Put their make their footprint and 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 let Israel know like hey we're small but we're we're here yeah and the thing about Israel it's like they're playing Big Brother you're like okay you want to you guys want to act up I'm gonna show you guys what we can really do that's exactly what it is dude yeah so once you start releasing hostages almost like 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 using that analogy of like the little the little kid kind of like backing out now because the big bro's here yeah and the big bro's like nah I'm gonna teach you this lesson still yeah kind of childish but yeah it's definitely childish I think the only righteous thing to do bro is honestly for israel is they're not never going to work with hamas there's a terrorist organization that's what it is the palestinians they voted for hamas and they like hamas because they've been getting fucked by the israelis and vice versa on that side too 
I think in order for real change to happen, I think Israel needs to be like, look, we fucked you guys over. We're sorry. Shit happens. We hate each other. Let's move on to peace. We're willing to invest in your country, but not with Hamas. Hold some elections. Bring a new leader in, you know? If he's cool, he's like, we'll start fucking, we'll open up the borders. We'll fucking give you guys money for, you know, fucking, um, Support, huh? yeah, for education. We'll build schools. We'll build water, watering wells. You know, it's crazy, bro. Is, um, what was that fool's name? Jared Kushner. He was, uh, yeah. you know, who Jared Kushner is probably not you. You might, I don't know. He was, uh, during the Trump's administration, he was the guy that was in charge of Middle Eastern relations, you know? So he went out to Palestine and he basically brought in like four big infrastructure companies. Like AT&T was one of them. Uh, Blackwater was another one. He brought him in and he asked him, like, how much is it going to cost to modernize this country, you know? They basically said, like, with $50 billion, they're like, we can, like, we can increase their life by tenfold, their uh, standardized of living by tenfold, you know? So all it would take was $50 billion. That's really nothing, bro. If you think about how much we gave Ukraine, Ukraine. trillions, bro. Already trillions, bro. Saturday. Right? So the U.S. alone could have given them enough money to basically bring them on par with the, a first world country, you know? The only reason that they couldn't bring the funds together is because no country wants to invest in a terrorist-led country, you know? No country deals with terrorism, you know? So it's like there's countries, and they have given them money low-key. Actually, that's another thing. Israel actually had been uh, funding Hamas for a while. I heard that. They low-key had been giving them money because it was Hamas was uh, one organization, and then there was the fucking uh, something Arabic or... Islamic jihadist group was another yeah, one, yeah. right? So it was like these fractions of organizations missed, that were yeah. trying to gain power. And Israel had decided like Hamas is like the easier one to deal with, you know? So they gave the money for the longest time, bro. So my point being is like, people are willing to help, dude. If Israel puts their foot down and actually helps, it might not change anything now, but in the future, the next generation will be thankful, you know? It's just like when you're killing fucking these kids' parents and shit. It's like, and then, dude, I saw this fucked up video, bro. Like, this little kid had his leg blown off. His face was disfigured. You know what I mean? This that part pissed me off, bro. Bro, it's just fucked up, dude. Like, the fact that all of these things, like the pictures and the videos, are being blasted everywhere. You know the terrorists are seeing this. Yeah. And they're not stopping, bro. Or That's even Israel. started with Hamas. They're, like, getting people's phones and going on their Facebook Live and, like, showing all their viewers their friend getting... Dismembered and stuff. But that's what I'm trying to say. It's like you you're seeing this, bro. Like how, how are you okay bro. with that? Yeah. How are you okay with that, bro? Like what in your mind is like, oh, I don't give a fuck. I'll kill all those I'll kill that kid right there right now. Like, what in your mind is saying this is good? This is okay. Like what what is that like what are you benefit benefiting from that? They that's the part that pissed like, me off. Allah told them to do it. No, know. no, that's bullshit, well, bro. Ext- yeah, well, Hamas is an extreme version of that country, bro. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if, uh, like, let's say I have two sisters, right? If someone's like torturing my sister, asking for my money or whatever, bro, it's like I could have an ego and say "fuck you," you know, I'm, I'm gonna kill you, or I could just be like, "take my shit, bro." Yeah, right now, how do you know take mean? it? Like, don't kill my, don't, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's what Hamas is not a good organization, bro. And that's not reflective of the the Palestinian people, bro. Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Like I've I've met some people from Palestine. One of my homegirls, she used to train a spider. She's Palestinian, okay. fucking sweetest girl ever, bro. It's like these people are just fucking their own people, bro. And it's like it sucks because the whole country it's like they hate israel so they look at hamas as their heroes bro because they're standing up to them you know what i mean yeah. but they they like hamas needs to realize like this is not good for our own people mm-hmm. and you know what's funny is they actually started as a as a fucking um aid group so hamas was part of the uh, i think they're called the islamic brotherhood yeah, so it was like a peace organization that mm-hmm. they would bring in like food money to their people and shit and that's how they started rising into power and then slowly like extremes started joining the group and then they started becoming this organization that you see today you know 
So it's like I'm saying is like, or what I'm trying to say is just like, in order for real change to happen, it's like both sides have to look the other way. And then it sucks because you don't, you don't want to make peace with your enemy, bro. It's like, if you wrong me, it's like, why do I want to be cool with you? Why do I want to help you? But it's like, you're not just helping them, bro. You're helping innocent people with the end, you know? So I don't know. Let's just get everyone into fighting. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, fuck it. Fighting unites everyone, bro. I've seen in Brazil that like, it was like 12 years ago, but two governors, we're fighting with each other like online or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. They ended up just having a cage fight to settle it. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I saw the cage I didn't fight. Yeah. See that <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw what that. Happened? I'll put that here. Yeah. <laughs> if I can find it. Yeah, dude, in South America, though, um, I've seen a couple videos of congressmen fighting, bro. Yeah. Don't get mad at each other and just throw hands. Like the most famous one, there's two Brazilian governors or something, and they're fighting about something, and they're like, let's just sell this in an MMA fight. So when the. <laughs> okay. So they fought. Yeah. They actually fought in a, in a cage the, fight. And there's a winner in here. Yeah. Yeah. And then the winner makes. Some guy got his, knocked out. So he, now his rule stays. I guess so. I, I don't, don't know. know. What? I don't know what happened. That's pretty but... tight, though. What? I'm for that. We need to get Damn, that's old Biden and Trump in the UFC. Biden will get <laughs> fucked up, I think. Bro. If you want to lead us, you guys got to prove it. Go and fight. Well, if you want to go to war with another country, you got to fuck the president up first. True. <laughs> or at least fight him, whether you win or lose. Oh, Putin's taking over the whole world at that point. He would have, but now he's got cancer. Oh, that's... He's been shitting himself. Yeah. Damn, I didn't know that. <laughs> From what I read, I don't know how true this is, but there's a guy I've that I've also called. heard things that he might be dead and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But they see him, though. You think that's a double? Bro, yeah, that's... that's uh, okay, conspiracy theories. We're talking about conspiracy theories right now, right? What do you think about that? Uh, Fakes, bro. Doubles. You've seen all those like videos of trying to say Biden. There's like a stunt double for Biden and stuff. Yeah, well, fakes like uh, like in terms of are they speaking or you're just they're just walking around? Because I know there's fakes that go places. Yeah, but then like you're talking about fakes that are going doing speeches and shit doing like speeches that. Speeches, like stepping up because there's a chance that maybe somebody's gonna fuck up, like yeah. Biden specifically. Yeah, you, <laughs> you seen those videos where like his earlobes aren't the same and he's like a weird chin. No, like, but I, I've seen so many videos where like that's, that's crazy. I saw the video though where he was talking about his son being in the military or like uh, how he got injured in combat. He's like, yeah. So he went for um, I think it was Fourth of July or it was Memorial uh, Day. Was it Memorial Day? Yeah, he went and gave a speech at a base saying how his son like served in the military and like he came to this hospital when he got injured, injured in duty, you know. And it turned out like his son had went there for like a heart attack, but he had never served. <laughs> this one just I don't know what? if he purposely <laughs> lied or he just doesn't know what's going on, you know. I don't think 90% of the time he knows what's going on. Bro, yeah. it's like videos. I mean, whether they're doctored or not, they fucking trip me out because it's like, <laughs> this is a guy that is supposed to be a symbol of power for us, like the yeah. people. right? And I get it. Everyone's like, no, he's a puppet. There's <laughs> actual people behind him, you know, that, that actually run the government. And so I'm sure that's true. Maybe it's not. But when he's going on stage, doing a, 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 Falling an, downstairs. an address, and he's like <laughs> talking, one, dude. and then he... He turns this oh, way to like, nobody and like <laughs> actively shakes the heir's hand. Or just wanders off stage. Or, or like there's a hand there and then he walks away. That part, that's concerning, bro. Oh, yeah. He's our That's pre- 100% concerning. That's I, probably why tensions are so high right now. They see our country weak. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I feel like Joe Biden being the president should be seen as elder abuse, bro. <laughs> there's no way he's capable Imagine of doing what he's doing. Imagine seeing your grandpa just falling downstairs. It would feel so bad, but this guy's our president. Dude, the bike, the stairs. Oh, too fuck, many instances, bro. bro. I'm I'm not a Trump fan, bro. I will say though, I think Trump would have done a better job than Biden, just because Biden seems like a fucking tool right now. It's weird. But it's like I just feel like we could do better than both, bro. Bro, what about our vice president? Have you ever heard of her yet? Oh, that's why. Like, 
Has she done anything yet? I feel like she's making more decisions than Biden, bro. Oh, no, I've never seen her since the election. We did it, Joe. Yeah, we did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She was out there for a while. I don't know what she's been up to lately. She's kind of a... I heard the Democratic Party doesn't want her to run SVP again. Why? So, I don't know. She's just pro- uh, pragmatic, I guess. Like, yeah. a lot of people don't like her, dude. She's like... Uh, she, she's a big advocate for... Advocate for war, isn't she? Yeah, she. Um, so I had a homie that was in the military, uh, older guy, dude. He he was telling me how when he was in Iraq and shit, she had like signed off on like a lot of fucked up missions and shit like that. You know, that shit we should have been doing. You know, um, so people just don't like her because a lot of people in the military don't like her because of that. You know, like she was apparently signing off on like torturing shit yeah. like that. Yeah. What? Yeah, he told me straight up. So this guy, he went. He was in the military for. He was like some type of engineer. Uh, chemical engineer i believe you know yeah. so he was telling me how like so he was like high up there dude you know what i mean like um but he was telling me how like uh because he worked he worked for nasa too by the way just to give you an Jeez, idea who this guy yeah. was he was like super smart like he wasn't like a foot soldier you know Got you. but he was telling me that she is a, like he fears her as a person because of the shit that she like wanted like signed off on doing There's you know power, yeah. but it just was fucked up he just was like she's like an evil person dude you know what i mean he i mean he couldn't tell me specifically what because yeah know illegal or whatever you know <laughs> but like i said he, he worked for nasa for a while he's just like you know he knows his shit he's been in the government for a while so i don't know she's not well like personality sucks you know yeah. who i really don't like is that fucking house uh who, who's that chick that talks for the president um john pierre that yeah. black chick the one that was like trying not to answer questions and stuff yeah she i refer to this you must refer to a specialist you must refer to this guy i'm like quiet, what yeah. are you there for bro you know who i thought was a good one dude was the last one for trump what was her name that white lady i don't remember bro she came with receipts bro <laughs> you would be like cnn all these people would come and like oh, question her yeah. and she would be like well cnn said this about this at this time what do you have to say about that like she, knew her sh- she was on her shit bro i yeah. wish they kept Trump's her- whole team was petty like that yeah yeah Oh, I don't know. Crazy one. Yep. So, anyways, we just hit uh like over an hour. I mean, you guys have anything else to say? You got any fights coming up, Kalani? Ah, uh, so it's just um yeah, I can't really speak too much about it, but uh there's something cooking. It's right. uh, a boxing match. That's all I can say. All right. And there's a celebrity involved, so stay tuned for that one. All right. Well, maybe once you can release some shit, you can come on and talk about it, or after, hopefully, sure. after you get your victory. For sure. Um. Forgot your name again. Sorry, the D. Dimitri. Dimitri. I keep wanting to say Derek, and I. His know name is so. Action. That's Action. Real name. Sorry, bro. I had it in your head. You're, you're fucking Derek for some reason, and now I can't get it out. <laughs> Dimitri, what do you got coming on? You got any fights? You got a I December second. December. He's going to sleep. Where's yeah. that at? Ontario. Ontario. All right. I'll see if I can make that one, dude. That's around my birthday too. So. All right. How old are you gonna be? Thirty-three, bro. Damn. Good, bro. Yeah. Thank you, bro. Hell yeah. Look like I'm 25 or what, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel it, bro. I feel like I'm getting older, bro. I'm always tired now. I can't train like I used to, bro. Yeah, same. Yeah. People so, trip out when I tell them I'm 37. I tripped out, bro. I thought you were my age, dog. Yeah. When I first met you, I thought you were, I was like, we're going to hang out, bro. We're going to yeah, yeah. and shit. You're like, older and shit. You're older doing older shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn. He's, he's like building a life and shit. I'm just fucking around, bro. Yeah. But um, all right, bro. Dimitri, Kehlani, thank you for coming on. Thank you Thanks for having us, bro. As always, stay high, stay cool. Go to the motherfucking gym and at least get one fight in, bro. Even if it's a PKB, dude, do something. Your with life. Your life. You need to, sir. bro. Yes, sir. And yeah, goodbye.